did prison break you? I got no feelings. <laughs> People tend to go insane or mad when they can't accept fate. I accept whatever situation occurs and comes my way that I can't do nothing about. The first time I ever sh a man, I celebrated. I used to get a buzzer for that. You know, not everyone deserves to get sh before everyone qualified for that. What's going on guys? This video is sponsored by Louis. Some of you know I'm on Insta as loads. One of the best Instagram names, let me tell you that. Guys, Louis has been building online businesses for the last five to 10 years and he has spent the last five years coaching others one-to-one -one on how to start businesses. Louis's got over 2,000 profitable testimonials. And guys, let me be honest with you. I wouldn't let someone sponsor the show who I didn't vouch for. So trust me, it's legit. Literally, just go send him a DM on Instagram. It's at loads. All you gotta do is say to him, I come from the Blue Tick Show, help me make some money. And I know most of these people out there scams and there's plenty of people out there offering you millions and millions of pounds and stuff like that. Louis one of the 1% who actually do it properly. Legitly, you don't need nothing. All you literally need is a phone and Wi-Fi. Send him a message and leave the rest to him. Guys, and if you wanna know why I'm sitting here pushing it so much, it's because realistically, Doing a nine to five ain't gonna get you nowhere. And I know most people sit here and say this because they're getting some sort of commission for it and stuff like that, but I really ain't. I'm telling you as a good person, the host of the show, doing a nine to five ain't gonna get you nowhere. So go message Louis, say you come from the boutique show, just ask Louis for the business model, let him do the explaining and let him explain to you how he can help you. I'll see you soon. What's going on guys and welcome back to the boutique show. Opposite me today, we've got a one and only ghost ready for part two. How are you ghost? I'm alright man, I'm not bad, thank you man. Thanks My bro, you back. probably was one of the most requested guests to get a part two on. Right, right. Everyone wanted you on. Everyone wants to know more about your life. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, how are you firstly? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. Just living that legit lifestyle, you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but question, just let me quickly ask you a question on that note then. Yeah? Right, right. Do you miss the madness? Uh, No. No, no, no. You don't I, miss I, I, the I, adrenaline rush you used to get? Nah, do you know what? Um, actually, do you know what? I've, I've reached a stage in my life where, you know, that time's been, do you know what I'm saying? That time's been, but it, I believe, you know, in the concept of um, if you've got it in you, it, it can never die out. It depends on you as a person to try and suppress it. Everyone's got demons. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I'm saying? So, you know, from day to day, it's a battle to try and fight your demons and try to put your best foot forward rather than let, you know what I'm saying, your demons overtake you. So I'm not, I'm not trying to sound like some psycho or some lunatic, but do you know what I'm saying? We all have our own, you know what I'm saying, day to day. We all have our own horrors that are packed away and stuff like that. But um, nah, um, I, it's something that it's a thought that crosses my mind from time to time. Do you know what I mean? What's going on, guys? It's your host, Mikey Mellon. I just want to say thank you all so much for the support. Guys, I need a massive favor. Before we dive into this video, scroll down, hit the like button, hit subscribe. Let's go. Do you ever get the path creeping up on you? Boys shouting you, bro, listen, let's go do some work. We got to make some money. No, 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 because I know that, no, no, no. Never? No, no, no. What, the people just know that you're a changed man now? You're not about yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the way uh, you said The way yeah, you just chatted yeah, yeah, about yeah. that life. But no, do you know what it is? It's, um... <clears throat> I've chose a, a mature role to go down. Do you know what I mean? Because uh, I've lived a long time away, man. I've been away for a while, and yeah. you know I'm not trying to relive what I've what I've um, missed out on. 
Do you know what I mean? That's, the, that's a common mistake that people make when they go away for a long time, they come back out. I missed all my 20s. Do you know, do you know what I'm saying? Well, one thing I will say is, guys, if you don't know about Ghost's past life, the part one's out there where he dives into why he went prison, what prison was like, literally the whole thing. Yeah. And the reason I have brought you back for part two is because part one, we heard why you went prison yeah. and who you were as a kid, what made you go down that route. But... What was prison life really like for you? Because um, we didn't really touch on that much in the last episode. We understood why you went, but what was it like in there? Prison in there. Because you've done 10 years behind the door, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so a long time. Years. Yeah, 10 straight years. Um, prison is what you make it. But the thing is, with prison, prison, there's a lot of broken souls in prison, man. Do you know what I'm saying? A lot of people serving a long time. Yeah, um, it... You, you see a lot of broken people in there, man. Like, spiritually, emotionally, physically. Do you know what I'm saying? And for me, like I've, like I've said, you know, in, in the last podcast, the person that I've got leniency towards are people that suffer from mental health. Do you know what I mean? Because, boy, man, that I've seen grown men break down, man. Like, you know when people think no one's watching? Yeah. I've always I've always had access like anyone that's done time with me will tell will will, will say that I've always ha known how to move in jail. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I treat people with respect. Yeah. Um, I don't see the point of chucking my weight around. Like I would only implement. You know what I'm saying? What I need to implement if I feel like, you know what I'm saying? You're you're overstepping the line. So yeah. I give respect, despite of size, height, weight. It's all irrelevant, but when it's time, when you know, if you misbehave and I need to put hands on you, you know, that's a different issue that then you'd actually second guess and think, right, I thought I knew this guy. Do you know what I mean? But um, I remember, this brings me back to the story. I remember, yeah, um, and this is, this comes down to choosing your friends carefully. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you always have to choose your friends carefully. When you're young, you know, your life centered around being with your friends, you know, your mum always tells you, you know, um, you know, choose your, choose friends, your friends carefully. But you always think your mum's just, you know, mums no, are just mums. Mom, shut up, man. I'm yeah, busy. Exactly. I'm going out with my boys. They got my back. Exactly. But the reality is everyone's out for themselves, man. And one thing I learned, your mum's always right. She's, yeah, yeah. Always, yeah, right. always right. Every friend your mum said, that one's going to snake you. Or, yeah. That girl's not good or this or that. Always comes true. A hundred percent. Always. A hundred percent. So so this, this brings me back to the story of, um, I remember... Uh, when I first landed in Belmarsh, yeah, um, I remember walking into the showers in Belmarsh. Now, this is like the infamous Belmarsh. And how long was you in prison for before you went there? Hello? Scroll down, hit subscribe, let's jump straight back into it. Uh, where did I get taken from? I was I was in Brixton. I was in HMP Brixton at the time. Yeah, how long were you into your sentence? No, this is before my sentence. This is okay, during, okay, yeah, okay. This okay. is during remand time. Okay, cool. Right. So, did, you see, in life, I'm going to tell you this and I, I, I want people to take this in. Life, you know, is a story, yeah? As soon as I see someone, the first thing that I think is, what is your story? Yeah. Do you understand? Because everyone's got a story. And um, you always have to be the main player or the main character in your story. You know, make, you make your own rules in your life. Make, make the right choices. Don't be no bit player in someone else's story. I remember when um, I arrived in Belmarsh, yeah? And uh, in Belmarsh, <laughs> Belmarsh was uh, a was, serious prison. Yeah, it was a serious prison. And, and they put me on the uh, long-termers wing. They put me on the lifers wing. Everyone on there, you know when people used to come back from court? Yeah. And then 
you know, because all of these people will be the, Crime Watch used to be on at these times, didn't it? it yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Crime Watch used to come on regularly. I don't know, it used to come on once a month, right? Yeah, Crime Watch used to come well, on I at least once a month. I sit down watching Crime Watch. Yeah, yeah, it used to come on at least yeah. once a month. <clears throat> and I, I, this is no lie, I kid you not, yeah? The people that would appear in there will be the, the people that are on my wing. <laughs> <laughs> For real, yeah? You're are sitting there watching me, you're like, yo, yeah. that's that brother bro, there. Bro, you won't know. You won't know. I remember once, right? I remember once, I've landed in Belmarsh. Three man bang up. Three man bang up. Right? <laughs> Everyone on my wing was in for a body other than me. Right? Yeah. And you get odd one or two. Now, my house block, we don't mix with you know, other house blocks, obviously in Belmarsh, it's really hard to mix with house blocks, but you don't come on there unless it's like serious crime and that. Yeah, house block, house block. What's one. house block? House block one, I was in house block well, one. what is that? Uh, I swear all the, you know, it's like a, a section. These okay. are all sections. So they'll have sections for like, you know, like petty crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll have them on a certain house block and they'll have house block one. So that's the, the serious, real... serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where all the real... And you're all together, yeah? Goonies are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and the thing is as well, they're grown. You know that like these men are grown. I'm talking about murders, 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 murders. There's murder everywhere. So every time... It's like a soap, soap opera, yeah? Soap opera, yeah? Uh, you find out what's his story. What's this guy's story? What's this guy's story? So, so were, you, were you always on guard? Nah, do you know what? Because Belmarsh was so laid back, everyone was stressed. Okay, cool. People were stressed about what the pos the possibility of never coming home. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> so, um, I remember once, right? Crime Watch used to come on. I remember that little theme tune used to come on. Because <laughs> you'd hear the well, same, the all the TVs. Yeah, all the TVs would be on the same channel. Quiet. You could hear a pin drop. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's quiet. Yeah. And then you hear, you know, this guy's face pops up. This guy's face pops up. I remember once when I first arrived, I've seen I've seen one guy on associations. Associations where we get a chance to come out and mix with each other, yeah? Yeah. So I see this guy. I remember he had a patchy face. Black guy, fair-skinned guy, but he had like a, you know when you've got like pink marks on your face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he had that on his face, yeah. And um, it's very, you know, he sticks out. So crime watchers come on now. And uh, his face has come up, right? They said, this guy. I'm looking at the face, I'm thinking, hold on. Where have I seen this guy? I see, saw the guy an hour ago, right? Ah. So it's the first time I see him. And it says, yeah, this guy, he's uh, just been arrested. We just found, you know, because it's like a shame, yeah, name yeah, and shame. Yeah. We've just found who we've been looking for and he's been remanded in custody for eight weeks, right? As soon as he said that, even the guards used to watch Crime Watch. As soon as he said that, me and two other, two other, two other soul missiles, we all looked at each other and thought, wow, this is the guy downstairs. So the whole wing's quiet. He's watching it as well, underneath us, right? The screw come, officers come straight to his door. Took him told him, straight. Pack your stuff. You're not safe over here. Do you know what I mean? Shipped him off the wing. So that's one of those things that, look, you could have been in for a serious offence, but you're amongst some serious bods. So, I walk into the shower, right? Yeah. Um, and I see one kid in the shower. Make sure he's kid. I'm not going to say too much because uh, I'm going to obviously tell you his story, but I'm not going to say too much because uh, I don't know what stage he's at in his sentence. You know, you get people, lifers tend to hold on to hope by saying I'm appealing. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to appeal my sentence. Even though deep inside you know that the chances of them getting it, because you know once the, uh, the courts 
grab you. You're done. Yeah, I'm trying to appeal that, man. Good luck with that, man. That's, you know, but they can't give up on life, innit? So they've got to carry on pushing through the course of appeal. Yeah. So I'm hoping they get it. Listen. Yeah, yeah. Of course, that, that's the only thing that keeps them going. Otherwise, if these people go berserk in, in that place. It's a dangerous day. It's dangerous. So you've got to, sh- sh- you've got to hang something over them and say, hey, you know, there's a possibility of your you getting your you know your appeal and the appeal process is dragged out so someone that's doing 30 years by the time they get to court it will 10 years would have passed yeah, so they're just like yeah. so when they knocked him back yeah and 10 years have passed they say to them hey you've been knocked back but don't worry you know you've done a, a third of your sentence in yeah. five years time you can go for category c or category b or whatever you know, you can progress down and then category C and then category D and you can go home and then apply for parole. But if you do a madness now, you know, when parole comes up, we're going to bring this up. Do you understand? So I remember walking to the showers. I see this mixture race dude. And um, I, I've looked at him. I said to him, yo, where do I know you from? Right. He looked at me. He said, yeah, I've seen you somewhere. I, I'm not sure myself. Where have I, where, you know, where have I seen you? And then... um. I asked him, what jails have you been in? He's told me, um, you know, he was in uh, uh, Rochester. Okay. Now, that's my first, first, first gun charge when I was a teenager. Yeah. You know, the, the shotgun charge that yeah, I threw yeah, yeah. Off, <laughs> son. <laughs> yeah. the officer. I ended up in Rochester, yeah. So, in Rochester, in these youth uh, prisons, what you'd find is someone will go in there and they'll reinvent themselves. So, when they do touch the roads, because they've been mixing amongst other criminals. So that builds character. Yeah, character. Or, you know, we, we exchange information so we get to know about each other, you know. And as you're in there for a, t- for a time, you can go in there timid. When you come out, you can come out a serious, a serious guy. So I said to him, yo, Rochester. He says, yeah, Rochester. And I said to him, he was 21 at this time. I said to him, um, well, how, long, how long have you got? Just, just, you know, it's just conversation. He said, uh, 42. I said, 42 what, months? <laughs> he said, 42 years. Right? So now I'm like, yo! You're in here forever! Yeah, you ain't even been out like two years! Do you understand what I'm saying? How has it happened? So I'm intrigued, but you don't really want to push and no, ask, 42 man. 42 years is a sentence. Serious, at 21 years old. So I don't really want to push him and ask him. So he's not coming out. No, but he's always on the blue phone. You know, a man that's... He will, he will ring his solicitor about 10 times a day. Like, yo, what's going on? You know, like, put pressure on his solicitor. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in that queue waiting for a phone, he needs to put a 10-minute um, limit on the phone. Because man will blow down his solicitor's phones and jam it on there. I don't care if you're having dinner with your kids. <laughs> I need to get out of here. <laughs> do you know, do you know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I'll go to find out. My man, yeah? He's a... Uh, Let's just give him a name. We're going to call him... Jack. Jack. Yeah. Right? Jack was from London. Yeah, I'm not going to... You know what I'm saying? Put too much because he, he done a madness. Yeah. He was from London. Um, around the north side of London. Mm-hmm. Or it could be northwest. Or it could be northeast. <laughs> right? I'm sure the comments will tell us who he yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> comments um, are like the police, bro. This video is sponsored by Cranbrook Law, an award-winning immigration law firm. Their talented solicitors can help when 
any struggles arise regarding immigration law. They can help get you the visas they need. They can help get you the staff you need from any other countries. As you can see, the website is on the screen right now. So if you need anything to do with immigration law, message Cranbrook Law and let them help you. Whether you're looking to obtain a sponsor license, receive advice and guidance in relation to compliance and our civil penalties, or take advantage of our know-how and experience across a broad range of business visas, our talented and dynamic immigration lawyers are available to speak to you. Telephone numbers on the screen, emails on the screen, and hit the link in the bio if you need any help. He's got out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got out. So when he's got out, this is what's landed him the 42 years. So when he's got out, he went in jail timid. Right? Um, when he's come out, because he's been fighting a lot, he's built up a persona. Mm. Right? So when he's built this persona, he's got two friends on the road that were shot in weed and they used to get bullied. There's always a neighborhood bully in each area, yeah. each locality, right? And um, this guy cycles around on his little pedal bike. Yeah. Jack's all the youngers, right? But now Jack's got out of prison and um, he's built a persona. So he said to his two mates that have been getting jacked by, you know, getting robbed by, you know, this guy, Debo, mm -hmm. right? Let's give him a nickname, Debo. Yeah. And he said, yo, you man, you've got some money saved up. You know, you man have been getting robbed throughout the whole time I've been in prison. What we're going to do is we're going to grab this guy. We're going to wait for this guy to come to the park. Yeah. We're going to grab him, right? We're going to, say, furthermore, he says we're going to save up for a pump action shotgun. We're going to get a shotgun, right? We're going to grab this guy yeah. when he comes. I'm going to be waiting in a bush. You're not going to be jamming around like you normally do. When he comes, I'm going to run upon him, right? And we're going to wrap him up. You know, you always get them tower blocks where the cameras don't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand. Yeah, yeah, these cameras don't work. And these, these boys had a plan to exit, come in through the back, right? Come okay. in this tower block through the back, um, lead Debo up the stairs, throw him off the top of the roof. Oh, these men were doing a proper move on him? Yeah, 100%. Make oh, wow. it look like it's a suicide. Okay, okay, okay. And okay. Jack was the leading, the driving force behind yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Even his friends were probably like looking at him like, kind of sad. This is a bit mad, bro. Right? Yeah. <laughs> They're just shredding a bit of weed. You know a man shredding a bit of weed? Like, <laughs> like bro, it's about not that much. A couple hundred pounds a day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, um, But he anyway. just wanted to prove he was the man now. Yeah, yeah, yeah his persona's changed. Yeah. Just That's like it. a lot of guys in jail, the persona's changed, yeah? When I come home, they're not, you know, some of them change for the better, some change for the worse. Um, so, the two boys have waited. Debo's come through on his little bike, right? Pedal bike. You know, because most of the man that rob young youths in the ends, you ain't really got nothing going for you if you're robbing yeah. ounces and shit like that from these young boys. Um, when he's pulled up, Jack's jumped out of the bush. Um, he's come running up on Debo, yeah? Debo's turned around like this. Obviously, he's robbing his mates all the time. He's seen a third little mus musketeer running towards him. He ain't trying to rape what this kid's He's thinking, bro, I rob your mates all the time, though. Yeah, you don't want to rob you too what's, now, Yeah, what are you doing here? What, what's he going to do? He's ain't going to change the fact of it happening. So they've got the shotgun. They finally saved up for the pump action shotgun. Mama's cocked the shotgun on him. Yeah, Debo ain't trying to hear it. He thinks it's empty, right? So he's butted him with the shotgun, right? Kind of like cracked yeah. Debo's head or blood started coming from Debo's head. By the way, Debo wasn't his real name, right? So he's finally complied because he's realised that this kid's a psycho, <laughs> right? He's finally complied. He's complied he's... and he's crumbled under pressure. So the, the, the two mates are dragging him. One of them is dragging him from the front. The other one's pushing him at the back. Mama's got a shotgun shoved in his ribs. They're walking him up the stairs. They've entered through the back. Oh, just because he robbed them a bit of weed, bro. Yeah, but he's been, terror he's been terrorizing them. Yeah, but right. for real, G, a bit of and weed, bro. Also, and also, 
and not just weed. They used to show a bit of coke and stuff. Like, as well. like, but it's not. You're not stealing hundreds of bags. It's the, it's the guy that's come out of prison. That's the he, driving yeah, force. He's got a point right? to prove. Exactly. Right. I people's mentality, like mental health, gets worse. Like I said in jail. So these two mates are going along. I think deep down inside their hearts, they were hoping that uh, you know nothing went any further. Like, you know, like this Debo guy will crumble and say, "I'm yeah. sorry, I'm never going to do it again." But Debo's still trying to pop a little bit of resistance, even though he's got that um, that Mossberg shotgun shoved in his ribs, yeah, and pushing him up, pushing him up the uh, the staircase. As they get up to like the seventh floor, right? Remember, there's one man dragging him. There's another man pushing from behind, and Jack's got the shotgun behind them. Yeah. Right. So you're not going nowhere. So he's not going nowhere. As they're going up the stairs, yeah. Jack's foot's clipped the stair. Yeah, the shotgun's gone off. Yeah, oh. it's hit Jack's mate, right? In the throat, yeah, and in the chest area. Because he had it pointing upwards. Yeah, it's hit Jack's mate in the throat and in the chest area. The kid's dropped on the floor, rolling he's around. Done. Yeah, instant. So now the guy that the kidnapping, he's looked at the situation unfold. He's thought, oof, this is my chance to get off. I am off. What did Jack do? Jack, got the shotgun. Jack for fuck this. I'm chasing this guy down. Chased down the Debo character. Shot him in the back. Right? Debo's dropped on the floor. Yeah? Stayed put. Jack's run back up the stairs to check on his mate that he shot to begin with. Um, the guy's not responding. The kid that he shot is not responding. I think he had fainted at the time. He hadn't fully died yet. Was, yeah. You know... You know, he's, he's not responding. But the other guy that's left alive, his mate, he's looking at the guy that's on the floor with blood coming out of his throat. And he's looked at Jack and he's gone red. You know, Jack's mate went red. So Jack looked at him and he shot him. <laughs> he shot his friend. Run back down the stairs, hopped over Debo, shot off. We've done three bodies right there. Yeah, sh shut off. Because his mate was looking grassy. Like, his mate was yeah. looking like, mate, listen, this situation. <laughs> just got out of We only shot a bit of weed. What the hell's just happened here? <laughs> guess, who, guess who survived that situation? The mate. The guy that they kidnapped. Oh, fuck. His two mates died. The wow. guy that kidnapped after Jack jumped over him and shot off, he started screaming, help, help, help. The ambulance, obviously the police turn up to secure the area first because there's a shooting that's happened. You know, the ambulance then turns up. The guy pulled through. Guess who rolls up in court with the little uh, neck brace and the wheelchair? No way. The robber. Jack hey, ends up. Jack pulls up, turns up. With a double double murder, yeah. Attempted murder. Conspiracy to murder, yeah. Um, you know, possession of a firearm. Possession of a firearm in a... How did they catch him? How the guy that they tried to kidnap survived. Oh yeah, fuck he but he he didn't know Jack. What? He didn't know Jack. It's not hard. Listen, all you gotta do is just take your foot take the guys you know the guys that just murdered? Yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah, numbers yeah, they have saved done. in there and the last person that they spoke to, done, it's not done, hard done. for the police to find him. Yeah. To find him. And that's when I bumped into him in Belmarsh. Right, he got forty two years. Forty two years. And we we're going back we're going back about probably about fourteen years ago, bro. So when he gets forty two years, is that does he how how many years does he do behind the door? Forty two. 42 before you can apply for parole it could be 50 
Oh, yeah, he's, he's not coming out. Yeah, look, that's the thing. You see, in Belmarsh, yeah, when people come back here from sentencing, you'd always ask, How long did you get? Do you know what they would say? Go on. They'll go, Do you know what that means? Too long. It means the next time they get my paperwork out from the drawer to look at it and consider me for parole, it's going to have so much dust on it, they're literally going to have to go, oh, right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Bro, 42, 42 years, years behind the door. 42 years. Even if even if in 42 years he comes out, yeah. his brain isn't going to be able to function. No, he won't come out in 42. That's Nobody gets that Even if, like let's that. say he 50. comes out in 50, yeah? yeah. yeah. Bro, his brain is not going to be able to understand. No, no, the, everyone would have passed away. Yeah, yeah, he's done. Do you understand what I'm saying? Brain's going to be what? How old was he when he was in? I met him when he was 21. He's going to be 71 years old. 71. But he might not well, even no, live When he's it. considered for parole, 71. That's what I'm saying. He might not even live You might it. not live through it. But then, look, everyone that you love and you've been with, all your mates, obviously, will pass away. But obviously, yeah. his mates had passed away before he touched the jailhouse. Yeah, he done him um, in. Yeah, he done him in, yeah. Um, your mum, more than likely. 100%, bro. What, 50 yeah, years, your mum? She's gone, yeah. Your dad, gone. If you had a dad. Your nan, gone. Any girl you're seeing gone, the whole area. Look, look, look what's up. Look what happened when I went over for 10 years. I come back out, I didn't even recognize the area. Do you know what I'm saying? Some of the kids that I used to see around the locality, I don't even recognize them now because everyone's grown. Do you understand? There's another guy I used to clean with. Yeah, we were cleaning partners. Yeah. He was another guy from around that region. Gosh, you know what I've got to say though? These stories, yeah, mm. you're telling them and you're. These stories must be like really stuck in your head because you were there for ten years. 10 you years. must have seen stories every day. I came, I came across some real gruesome like, stories. These things must be like I, I know for a fact you're obviously dumbing it down a little bit for the camera, right. but they must be real serious shit. No, hundred for you to be sitting 100%. there like remembering this stuff as well because in Belmarsh there's dramas every day. Yeah, there's shootings, all that shit. Every, not shootings, fucking stabbings every day. Yeah. So these ones must be the real shit that really. Stuck in your head. No, a hundred percent. Remember, I met near enough fifteen thousand people when I was away, man. Fuck near you enough know. fifteen thousand people. Most of the jails that I went to, a lot of the jails that I went to, harvest about nine nine hundred people. I remember I travelled. Uh, they, they put me about sixteen jails, man. I was I was in about sixteen prisons throughout my whole time due yeah, to so my man. um. Behavior. My behavior. Uh, the thing. He was a really good boy in prison. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was. I was. The, the, the govs were hating on me. <laughs> you know I mean? The govs were hating on me. But um, within these stories, these stories are for the youngins to try and like, you know, sit down and think before you make choices. I'll give you another one. One guy I used to clean with. Yeah. Yeah. It was a black boy. Yeah. I used to clean with. He was a, a trapper. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays you get trappers. This guy used to trap shot a bit of hard food, like you know. Um, Cracking heroin, right? Yeah. And he had a friend that he grew up grew up with, yeah, that used to do what? He used to rob. So you got a friend, two friends grew up together. One decides to sell drugs. The other one decides to do what? Decide, decides to rob. So the guy that sells drugs, like I've said so many times, because if you have been playing this cat and mouse game, yeah, between the drug dealer and the robber, it's just how it goes. We all, we need each other. Do mm -hmm. you understand? You need to supply... I need to try and catch you slipping while you're selling what you're doing. Do you understand? Obviously, I don't condone what I do or what I used to do, but what you're doing is far worse in society and what you're doing is more beneficial. But because you have to graft, right, um, you, you know what the, you know the essence of maintaining and holding on to your money. Whereas with me now, when I used to rob, you get a lick, day, you spend a lick. I get a lick like that and I spend it. I'll be like, yeah, I'll get that in about 20 yeah. minutes. Next job, 
God. cleaning up. Do you know what I'm saying? Reading truth and reality, what you needed to do is save up your shit because you don't know when your next lick's going to be. But with me, we were chopping them out consistently. Yeah. Do you understand? Just like how, like I've said, just like how a, a robber's, um, a drug dealer's line rings, I made sure, I had this obsession to make sure that my line continuously ticked. Hit me up with a lick. I'm you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, it's like having little moles around the area. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So this is how I used to entrap, man, yeah? If I robbed... Yeah, by the way, guys, you know, don't <laughs> yeah. don't listen to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't rob no one. Yeah, don't rob no one. Yeah, this is what I used to do. Yeah, if I done a successful lick, for instance, yeah, your your mate had set you up. Yeah, right. And like I said, he wasn't happy with the split. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't happy. You know, or your worker's not happy how you talk to him. Because what you will do nowadays, you get bosses. I talk down to the workers. Yeah, yeah. But little do you know, your worker knows when you reload. Do you understand? He knows how much you get because he has to move the bags. He knows it all. He knows everything. But really, truly, in reality, you look down on him and you just have nothing but degrading. He's just a worker to you at the yeah, end of the day. Yeah, he's just a worker. So, I would always befriend those type of guys. Because you, you know there's going to be a point where they There's going to be a point where he's had enough, right? But this is how I used to play the game, right? If... The workers had enough. He rings me when they're reloading, or, yeah, or they're picking up. Do you understand? Perfect time. Yeah, so they got the cash. Preferably, I'd rather the cash. Yeah. Do you understand? Because uh, you can't be stuck moving it all that long. long <laughs> ringing around. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? And you're never taking the same amount of money because exactly. you're selling it at a cheaper rate exactly. to get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You right, don't give a fuck how much you get. You just want around. the cash. Exactly. So the worker would ring me when the last bag has come through the door. Yeah, and they got all the cash getting ready to reload the next batch. Yeah. I would come through, like I've said, stick the place, fist up the worker, yeah, to, to cover his steps, yeah. draw a bit of blood, yeah. Always 50-50, right? I always appreciate the fact that I didn't have this 50% to begin with. Me and whoever I come through, 50 pence, 50 better than nothing. Exactly, and I would make sure that the person's got 50% themselves. I have to wrap him up a bit because the boss is going to be there, isn't it? Obviously, I'm going to mess up the boss. Yeah. And I always get that. Hey, listen, you know when you come through, can you please just mess him up? <laughs> That's when I knew it's personal. Yeah, yeah Mess him up. Take all this shit. You know what I'm saying? He's no, he wears this watch. He's got this. He's got that. The cash is here. Obviously, I'll come through playing dumb. You know, where is it? Like, yeah. you, you can't I, come through knowing where everything is. Exactly. That's bait as yeah. hell. Yeah. So, eventually... When I mess up the boss, I'm sorry, mate, I'll look at you, you're going to have to hold something. Do you know what I'm saying? It's standard. But Dish. they know that already, though. Exactly. They know that. Right? That is yeah. part of How it. How does a boss get messed up and the workers get fingered unscathed? The boss, now he's all paranoid, he's right? Straight, first person he's going to is a worker. Exactly, right? You set man up. Boom. So I have to bloody up the worker. When I leave, yeah, it now fall, falls upon the worker, yeah, or the mate, the boss's mate that set him up. Mm-hmm to make sure that there's no retaliations at all. But do you go in bare face? No, I'm going with a little yeah. mask or something. certain times I've gone in yeah, bare face. But then how, how, what retaliation are you going to get? Like people will find out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they do, Bosses yeah. Will find, yeah, come oh, on, bro. We've sprint, had, yeah. you know, hundreds and... You but know, how, hundreds can a work, of how can a worker certify that there's not going to be no retaliation? No, because look, if it's a worker or a friend that's with the boss, so yeah. if you're working with your partner, and you're not happy with the split, you're getting 30% because your partner reckons he's been pulling all the yeah, weight, yeah, yeah. right? You set it up 
I'll split it with you 50-50, or you can take the 30% and get it mugged off by your your, your, your co-defendant. Do you understand? Yeah, but how is it his job now to convince that so, boss? Now, look, check this out. After I do the lick, the boss is going to be confused, yeah, stressed out. Pissed. He needs someone to confine him. And more time you confine in those that were with you yeah. when an incident happened, right? So now, let's say for a chance to find out, ah, oh, the boss rings back his mate and he goes, listen, I found out that it was that ghost that, that, that robbed the place. Now, it's your job, right? Just like how it was my job to come from clean up. It's your job to discourage him as yeah. much as possible. Oh, fuck, it ain't worth by it. By saying it ain't worth it. You know, these guys are, you know, it's going to be retaliations. Yeah. You know, this is what he does. He'll get what he's got coming to him. Mate, please, I've known you for this long. This is one of them ones. You're going to have to charge it to the game. Now everyone's all thinking, when, when I got robbed by this guy, this is what my mate said. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe, he was, maybe, maybe he was in on it. Maybe he wasn't. But like I'm saying, it falls upon the mate to convince the boss not to retaliate. But now this is it. If, and I'm being honest here, if you fail to do that and your boss or your mate retaliates, I'm going to do both of you. Yeah, but what happens, bro? Look, real talk, yeah. Sometimes there's a boss and there's a worker for a reason. Yeah. The boss is in charge. Yeah. Worker comes up, boy, let's not, fuck off, we're doing it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But he will come back to me and tell me. Okay, so then is he still getting moved to? If he t if he re relays back the information to me, he would have to line him. He would have to tell me where okay, he is calm, calm, at calm, a specific calm. time. Yeah, yeah. But if he fails and there's an attempt that's made, then it's the I'm gonna ping both of them. Yeah. As sure as you are that night follows day, a day follows night, it's a job. It's a sealed job. Yeah, yeah, Do you know no, what I'm saying? That. That's what's going to happen. So it falls upon those that set, and this is a, it's an unwritten code because what's stopping you from thinking you didn't play both of us? Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and people do that. People, yeah. that's, the, that's the life it Exactly. So for me, anything to just switch on you like that. Do you understand what I'm saying? If the guy is going to align me or if the guy is going to do something to me, you tell me. You have to come back and tell me and I'm going to apply the pressure that's necessary immediately, right? Before he thinks about doing anything. I'm going to discourage him further. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how the game goes. But boom, like I was saying earlier, two mates, drug dealer, robber. Yeah, the drug dealer saves his money. The robber does what? Spank, spanks his money. Yeah, yeah. spends his um, spends the other saves. I don't know if you remember in two thousand and seven. I don't know the three series is what fresh. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you got three series, the whip. you're the man. That was, the whip. That was like a fucking Lamborghini. Exactly. Like so the drug dealer, any drug dealer that had a three series, he was up, up, up. up he was moving up. boxes. Like, we're going oh seven, oh eight yeah, times. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So. The drug dealer's got a what? A cherry red free series. Yeah? Yeah. He's the guy. He's been saving up for his lit this whip fuck knows from like since ninety. <laughs> yeah. So it's come down to it now that his mate, the, the the robber, yeah, who never always has a smart robber should always save his shit, but this guy never always has for yeah. some unwritten reason. He's onto his mate. He's saying, I need to borrow your car. Yeah. The drug dealer saying to him, Nah, Cedric. Or whatever, yeah. I can't, I can't lend you my car, bro. Because if you crash my car, it's a long thing. It's coming out of my pocket. I know you ain't. You're gonna tell me you ain't got peas. You're not really reliable like that. My man saying to him, listen, I got a girl coming, bro. I got to pick this girl up at twelve. Yeah, if she sees the car, she's it's gonna good. smash. Do you understand? I ain't playing. No. She's gonna think I've got money. 
I know that that's what she's after. I need to borrow your car. See, it's all, it's all women's fault, bro. A hundred. All women's fault. They make us men do mad shit just to impress them. <laughs> you know and saying? then we end up getting fucked for but it. But check this out, though. This is yeah. rotten, yeah? So, my man drives around in his car, yeah? Dropping off shots, licking shots, doing whatever he's doing. From early hours of the day, right? His mum works at the hospital. His sister works at the hospital. They've got early shifts, yeah. right? He still lives in the estate you know, with his parents, no, his mum and his mum, single mum and his sister, right? So his drug dealer mate's been on him because he knows my man's tight with his shit, right? He's tight for a reason because he yeah. knows if you crash my shit, I'll eventually go I'm going to have to cough up and then chasing you around for money is long. Do you understand? So my man's been with him from seven o'clock in the morning, working him, right? Eventually it comes to midday because mama's been driving up and down, he's tired. Mm -hmm. He says to him, fine, please, when are you gonna have my car back for me? Mama's saying two, three, four o'clock, I'll have the car back. So they drive to the estate. The drug dealer jumps out of the car, right? Tired, goes to his door. Everyone, a lot of people have the keys attached, your car keys attached to your house keys. Yeah. No one carries two sets of keys. He opens his door. Bro, you know me, yeah? That's how I go. Or is, that, is there a house key? No, no, that's just my car key. I keep my car key, my house key, and my office key all separate. Oh, do you? Always. Yeah. So you're unique. <laughs> yeah, always. My stuff's all together. Nah, never, man. Yeah. Never. If I lose so, one, I'm fucked. At least I still get in my house if I lose my car. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good one. I mean? That's a good one. All separate. Do you know what? That's just giving me food for thought. So, um, yeah. The um, car key is full up. So he gets he gets to the estate. He opens his car, his house. Yeah. Takes off his house key. Chucks the car key at him. And he says, yo, bro, when you finish... Post through the letterbox. Post, post it through the letterbox. I'm gonna go and nap upstairs, right? No one's in the house. Remember, this used to be my cleaning partner in Belmarsh. So mama goes upstairs, naps, right? At 12, gets up about three o'clock. Do you know what he's power that he's grown up with does from young? Jumps in the cherry red, for your series, leaves the estate, goes to his house, right? Blacks out, gets his gun, yeah? Jumps in the driver's seat, yeah. Goes on the high road, not even in a state. He goes on the high road where these youths used to trap from the high road. Sticks his hand out, right, of the window. Oh. Drives outside the window. Starts shooting from the car. Oh. Yeah, shooting from the car. One of the guys drop instantly. Standard. The rest of the man scatter. Cause that's what always happens when shots go yeah, off. Yeah, everyone. The rest of the man scatters. Yeah. He hits one, drops him. The other one, it's at AM. The rest of them scatter. My man spins the car around, goes back to the estate, posts the keys through, ducks home. Right? So when my man actually wakes up, comes downstairs, he sees his keys on the welcoming door, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Time for me to get back to my trapping. But one issue, he's left his work, his phones in the car. Yeah? The phones that he uses to trap, yeah. he's left them in a, in a car by accident. Right? Throughout a tiredness. Yeah, so if you've been trapped yeah, since yeah. morning, sometimes you, you, you can't slip like that. That's if it's, you know, it's my mate. Eats, jumps in his car, starts ringing back his nitties. Right? Yo, 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 Bob, where are you? Yeah? Sam, where are you? Linking up nitties. Yeah, licking shots from his free series. Yeah? Before he knows it, as he's driving around, Ooh. armed police run upon him. Yeah? Shoot at the car tyres. Tea pack yeah. in. Everything, yeah, get out of the car, please. Yeah, drag him out. He's got no idea what the hell's going on. 
right? He's thinking, bruv, he told me in the back of my mind, I was thinking, bruv, is this how you lot are moving for food, for, for drugs? <laughs> I'm what never selling food again. Yeah, he's, Literally, he's, he's thinking, I'm he's done, thinking, I'm retired. Yeah, I ain't seen road again. Like, these men are coming like I'm a, a, you know what I'm saying, I'm a terrorist or something. Yeah. They drag him out of the car, you know. Anyway, he ends up in jail. So when he ends up in jail, he, he goes to trial. When he's in trial, his alibi is what? Where was you on the day of this date? Blah, blah, blah. He says, what? Listen. I went to my house um, and I was at the house. I slept, uh, you know, um, you know, that's it. I didn't do anything else. They said, yeah, but we've got your car, your number plate on CCTV with an arm sticking out of the driver's side with a gun getting um, shot out the window. And uh, he says, that wasn't me, right? But are these your phones, sir? He says, yeah, those are my phones. They say, your phones put you in the locality, right? We caught these phones with you. They put you in the locality. This is your car. You said you was at home. There's no one at home to back up your story, right? Do you know how long the guy got? 37 years. 37 years. I used to clean and I used to mop the landing and I'll go past the landing and I could hear him in there breaking down and crying. What he what he'd done before trial is that he would ring one mate to ring another mate to ring another mate to try and get his best friend that he's gone up with his number to try and get him to own up because he's not built like that. He's saying, right, listen, I didn't do it, bro. I gave you my car. Do what's right. The guy will laugh down the phone, hang up the phone, change his number. And he never sn yeah. snitched on him? He's never snitched, yeah. Good man. Yeah. And even if he wanted to snitch, Mama can say, yeah, I've been in that car before. Yeah. It wasn't me done shooting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. How are you going to prove I've done the shooting? He's just trying to get his, you know what I'm saying, get out of this situation. You find his phones in a car. That's his, you know, that's his car. That's his, his phone. His alibi, there's no one at home. Now he's trying to pin it on me. Do you understand? Bro, the guy will break down so much. He didn't have an ounce of any of that stuff in him. 37 years. 37 years, years man. Wow. Do you understand? These are this is food for thought, like for, for, for those boys out there that think they're tugging or you know, they're, they're gang banging or they're stabbing people. Bro, once once you get captured, man, you ain't seeing road again, man. But that's a listen, thirty seven years you you done ten behind the door. Yeah. Thirty seven. And, and, and you know they always say um ten year mark is the graduation mark, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Because people lose their mind when it hits that 10 year mark, you know, people lose so their qu mind. Question for you, yeah, Ghost. Yeah. Two things. First thing I want to say is when I had you on this pod, a lot, some comments were saying, oh, yeah, you know, he don't know what he's talking about. Da, 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 da. Obviously, from interviewing so many ex criminals and stuff, my phone started ringing when I had you on a the pod. They're like, wow, he's on a pod with Ghost. Yeah. Bro, you know he's a serious guy. Yeah. Like back in the day, bro, he was like when I mean he was on this, yeah. he was on it. Yeah. And number one credit where credit's due, bro, you've turned your life around. Yeah. You sit across me, you speak very well, you tell stories the right way. Right. From what I can imagine you to be to who you are today, well done. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Because that. sometimes you work, just need man. you need to hear it to yeah. understand, you know what, bro? Thank you. Like I've actually changed my life around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And question for you: Was there a day without you trying to sit on the show and be a gangster and say I ain't got feelings and all of that? Maybe you are. Maybe you ain't got feelings. 
Did prison break you? I got no feelings. <laughs> so, bro, anyone that knows me will tell you. Bro, I'll tell you what. I Bro, <laughs> you know what? Listen, I gotta respect it. No, nah, seriously, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. What didn't like, break you? Not there weren't even a day you sat there and thought. What did I do? Nothing. Didn't give a no, fuck. Bro, I do you know? What? Let me tell you something. And this is a recipe. Would I say if it's a recipe? It's a, it's a, a problem solver for a lot of people. Look. Yeah. Listen, right? Let go. Do you understand? I, people might say this is a bit of lunacy, but call it what you want to call it. People tend to go insane or mad when they can't accept fate. You know, like certain people are so power driven or so, so like wrapped up in having control of any situation that comes their way that there's going to be a situation that's going to come that's out of, your, out of your depths. Do you know what I'm saying? You can't handle it. I accept whatever situation occurs and comes my way that I can't do nothing about. I am a type of person, I'm a pessimistic type of person. I'm not optimistic type yeah. of person. Do you understand what I'm saying? I You live life in the moment. I, exactly. And I accept, I accept the worst. I expect the worst from people. And if good comes from it, then I, I'm cheerful. I'm joyful. But if bad comes from it, then hey, no love lost because I expected something like that. Do you understand? Whereas, you know those people that are optimistic with everything, right? You're going to be taking L's left, right and centre because not everything always goes your way. Do you understand? I remember when I done five months in the block, bro. Five What did you do to do five months, months in the block? Bro, I've done a lot. I've done a lot. I've done a lot, bro. Bro, what did you do? I've done a lot. I've done a lot, bro. It's that time that I threw a kid off the stairs, yeah, and he didn't respond, bro. That's one of the moments where I think I was in the block and I said, nah. I was 23 at that time, right? I said, nah, man, i got to change my life around, man. What am I doing with myself? Do you understand what I'm saying? And at these times, I'm bigger than everyone else in prison. Why am I even putting the hands on these young youths? Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, they always say, find someone your own size. There, there was no one my own size. And the young youths and the little youths always have nothing but chat because that's all they have. Do you understand? So when you put your hands on these youths and they're non-responsive, you know, his head's cracked or this guy's not moving. And you're sitting down and you're thinking, bruv, what am I doing? You're in the block for 150 days. 150 days, no radio, no TV. I've had two magazines, which were bodybuilding magazines, right? Obviously, for those that have been on my Instagram, you'll clock that I'm proper, like, asphyxiated with like, <laughs> training and stuff like that. That I've read from front to back and I knew word for word. Right, you reach a, ter- a verge of insanity. Do you understand what I'm saying? But and that didn't break you. No, you didn't give a fuck. No, it's not. It's not about not giving. No, but fuck. you didn't. It, you never allowed it to break you. I understand prison to be mental and not physical. Yeah. 100%. So I see it for what it is, and I accept it for what it is. Never mind the fact that when I got taken out of that block, I was actually from from the block here. Yeah, I was speaking about this earlier with some um, boys here. Yeah. From that block, because I was doing five months in that block, yeah, they never used to let me mix with other inmates. So when they take me out of this solitary room that they've had me in, they'll place me in another holding room. So it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. And I see all the other inmates that are going to trial, right? And I just want to be amongst them and just, you know, like, be able just, to talk. Just chat. Like, you know, like, chat's so valuable. Like, it's, it's um, you know, you underestimate the company. Yeah. Right? Um, and I can see them through the glass. 
and they're talking about the cool case like oh shit like you know shit's not looking good and i know sometimes you know you can overthink the situation is uh, i'll come to you for a second you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. second opinion none of us are lawyers here but everyone in print everyone thinks they're a lawyer everyone exactly everyone's a lawyer but sometimes you need to speak out so someone else can hear you and can turn around and say nah everything's going fine man it's all in your head you're just panicking a little bit or whatever yeah. do you understand so throughout the whole times i was fighting um my cases um i actually had it in my head that i was gonna get a life sentence i already accepted the life sentence now, there's a difference between a mandatory life sentence and a discretionary life sentence discretionaries judge can give you 15 rec you're serving 15 years and you can apply for parole after that it's not mandatory like murder's mandatory yeah you know 25 30 that's what comes with it like you, you can't try and negotiate it down like <laughs> do you understand oh you know you don't know like you, you're getting life mate do you understand what i'm saying yeah, but discretionary done. is up to the judge and it won't be as high as what a murder's you know what i'm saying warranted to be so i had already accepted yeah that i was gonna get a discretionary life sentence like i said i was in the block yeah um so you know like traveling back and forth from court um and at that time i was stressed so i was in i was in um segregation right so you don't mix with anyone you can just about guess like you know if you keep people away if you was kept away from other people your mind does tend to play tricks yeah. on you so at the time i was hella stressed like i said i had a totality of 24 charges Bro. yeah 24 charges hell of them were shootings i think i now tell a lie there was there's about all majority of them were gun charges you know possession position of intent to fear cause fear and violence yeah, yeah, yeah. position in a public place a shooting in someone's home so um one they had me for shooting a man in the chest uh the other one for shooting a man in the neck and the other one was for shooting a man in the back well, genuine question, yeah? Genuine, genuine, genuine question. I'll let you finish that. Sorry for interrupting you, but... When you used to go home at night, yeah? I used to sleep like a baby. For not real? The judge wanted psychiatric reports, bro. Well, you... Gen bro, Genuine man to man, there was not a part of you like that thought, you know baby. what? I'm not going to lie. Let me tell you how messed up this is. I, I'm not just guessing. I'm just, this is me. Do you yeah. understand what I'm saying? I'm telling you how it is, yeah? Bro... I used to get a buzzer for that. And there weren't a day that thought, bro, this isn't mad. No, bro, the first time I ever shot a man, I celebrated. Yeah, you're fucked, bro. Bro, <laughs> I, we, I st you know, God forgive me, but we, we, I used to drink at the time. Yeah. We popped champs. Stuff Do you understand? That's bad, cra that's bad crack, bro. And we took, you know, like, yeah, like, you know, like, yeah. You know, you sit back and you think, and you think, bro, what was I thinking, bro? But for me, it was nothing. So much so, the judge wanted psychiatric reports because they was trying to say that when I shot a, a, one of my victims, mm -hmm. my sister come court to give uh, uh, what's the um, person a statement. Okay, yeah, yeah. So she's saying, right, listen, um, you know, my brother was at home that day, which I was at home that day. Mm -hmm. After I'd done the beating, I left the vicinity, went home, I smoked a spliff en route to go to my house. And I was watching Family Guy while I was high and I was laughing loudly. So the judge saying, how do you know your brother was home if he was upstairs? Because I had my little niece at the time. Mm -hmm. She, you know, my little niece was upstairs. My sister was trying to put her asleep and it was late. And uh, So after the shooting, you went home, sat on the sofa and watched Family Guy? Yeah, I watched Family Guy. 
and I was laughing out loud. So my, my the judge was like, how do you know your brother was at home that day? I was, yeah, I heard him laughing. What? <laughs> that's the judge. What? Yeah, yeah, he was, he was laughing downstairs so loudly. You know, that's when I knew he was at home. I was upstairs trying to put the baby asleep. I know that day specifically because I was really pissed off. And he was so high that day that he, obviously I used to love like, like boiled eggs and stuff like that. Get yeah. high, <laughs> make the munchies and you know, you just cook bare random shit because you're high and you're young, yeah? yeah. Uh, I fell asleep that day and I almost burnt the house down. Huh? Yeah, I almost burnt the what, house What, because the boiled eggs were boiling? The, the, the water fizzled out and the eggs turned black and burnt out and it started to smell and it set the fire alarm off. So that's why my sister says specifically why she remembers that day. Um, I was downstairs laughing and the judge was so set back by that. He was, um, he was, uh, he was disturbed by that. So he, he had asked for psychiatric reports. That's why I, I think I've done about 30, to be honest with you, 30 courses to get out of prison. I had to prove that I'm no longer um, a, a maniac. But what, yeah. when, with the psychiatric reports, yeah. what did they conclude? Uh, that was, I was normal. That you was normal? Yeah, and this is before I went to prison. <laughs> you was know? normal? Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was, I couldn't play the mental card. What, so when you're telling a woman, the, what, what therapist, whatever the fuck it is, yeah, and she's like to you, like, ghost. She did not detect any. Um, but when any she asks you a question, ghost, health. let's say you was to shoot somebody, how would you feel after? No, no, no we wouldn't talk about that because I haven't been done for. That okay, yet. but when she say, well, let's say you was to cause somebody harm, how would you feel after? No, nah, I answer them as honestly as I possibly. Yeah, sweet, I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't say it's sweet. I'll be, I'll be like, oh, you know, that like you try to play it off like you you don't know what she's talking about, and like he's in denial. You know, this yeah. guy's a free-thinking person. He's in denial. So, you know, before the judge birded me off, he wanted a psychiatric report. We've yeah. done a psychiatric report. I didn't come back with mental health. I came back a normal, normal guy. healthy young boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, I think um, I can diagnose you with some sort of insanity. No, brother. but you know what? I actually, the other day I was in my car and I diagnosed myself. With what? Uh, you, see, you see, the thing is with me is that I wouldn't say I lack empathy. I have, I have, I have sympathy, but my emotional connection to a lot of things is not there. Do you know what I mean? Does what I'm saying make sense? Yeah, yeah of course. Like I'm not an emotional person, but it's very bad if I get emotional because um, like I was. Do you use is your emotion anger? No. Do you get upset? I get upset, but you never know. That's and. <laughs> so you know me for example if I ever get upset I get I get angry at myself thinking why am I getting upset I'm a man and then that turns into anger yeah nah the thing is with me I start scheming so I have this little um thing yeah where I got a, a list of punishments that, that 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 people qualify for back in the day of course you know like I'd have this thing where you know not everyone deserves to get shot <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. before Everyone qualified for that. Oh, for real? Yeah, you didn't yeah, give a fuck who it was. Everyone's, everyone's getting it. Those three charges that I had at the time. So you're expecting to be lifed off? Yeah, I had accepted it. So you you got to hear what I'm saying to you. When I got like a 20 year, that was music to my ears. Yeah. When I came back down from sentencing and um, people were in there, they were saying to me, how long did you get? I said, yeah, I got to do 10 behind the door. And I was on... How many do you get when... It's so. For example, you said that boy got forty-seven, but he does forty-seven. No, he got thirty-seven, and one got forty-two. But that's wreck. So that's when what I mean. So, wreck, so why was yours not wreck? Mine was not wreck because it wasn't mandatory. Okay, so yours is twenty do ten. Yeah, twenty do ten. Okay, and is there a, an amount you do when it's half? Hmm? As in, for example, let's say you get 
50. Could it be 50 to 25? Yeah, of course you can. Oh, it could be like that. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. But okay. when it's put rec, then that means recommended. So apparently, I spoke to someone the other day, right. they're trying to introduce a 50 rec. Oof. Yeah. It... Terry Ellis, who told me that. I won't be surprised. Or, Andrew, Pritch- the or Andrew Pritchard, I think. The government's got so much... They've, they've run wild with it. Bro, uh, 50 rec. But do you know it doesn't really make It doesn't really make any difference because there's people out there that get natural life terms. You know that natural life? What's that? What do you mean? Like, you're never coming out. Forget you. Well, that, oh, that's it. a real thing? Yeah, the Del Cregan guy with the one eye got... got he was a bad boy, by the way. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? No. The guy, the Manchester guy with the one eye... Oh, Marvin Herbert? No, not, not that guy. Who? Um, uh, the white boy with the one eye that shot the feds and threw grenades on top of their bodies. Oh, Yo, who the fuck done that, bro? Yeah, bro, he done eight attempted murders and four murders. Hey, he's not even coming out. He ain't coming out. <laughs> One minute, he dashed grenades bro, on him. He called the feds, saying there's a burglary. These feds turned up to the yard to investigate the burglary. He shot them, yeah? Sprayed them, yeah? As their bodies are laying there, took out the grenade, threw two grenades on top of their bodies, decimated. But what? He was a bad boy. Bro, I was watching it from jail. I was like, whoa. I was thinking in the back of my mind, imagine having beef with this psycho. But that's a full, full but that's, psycho. Yeah, that's a full-blown psychopath. But not just that. He done hits on big families in Manchester. Yeah, but you can't fuck with a guy like that. Yeah, he grenades. You see, every person he had shot, he would chuck a grenade on top of your body. <laughs> I don't know what Hold I'm Hold that. Hold <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah, you know, run up on the yard. Like, him and his boys. I, see, I remember seeing one video. They've run up on his yard. His boys have gone, sprayed up the house. <laughs> They've run off. He's come after, like, tag. You know, like, tag. Got a grenade. Whoop, whoop. Threw two grenades in there. Run off. Like, the, What's he, his fantasy with a grenade? He loves a grenade, bro. Like, it's Did a, you it's ever a, meet my man? A, I, no, no, no. He was, he was that. He was the big thing. Like, he's, he's, he was the big thing. You know, like, he's starting. I'm, I'm leaving. Oh, I'm getting oh, ready to drop. So, you know, you're not in prison. We spoke about these, these psychopaths. Yeah, yeah. Like, there is, like you got to understand. There's, listen, you, back in the day, you was a gangster. Yeah, you was a thief. You was out there doing... No, nah, th- not a thief. I was a robber. A robber, sorry. A thief sneaks around, bro. Okay, okay. I'll let you, you know you, what's happening. Uh, so you was a, a full robber on this thing properly, yeah? Fully, yeah. But you're not a psychopath. Uh, maybe partially, but you're not... <laughs> you're not a, I've been called a sociopath. Okay, maybe, but you're not... When you look in your eyes, you don't see the glare. No, that's mental health. Yeah, but, but, but you need to understand, them ones are the crazy ones. What, the mental health yeah. guys? Yeah. No, of course. They're, they're the ones that... They, they'll just kill you. Bro, they're, even if you haven't killed anyone, you got mental health. I'm wary of you. Yeah, they'll they'll just kill you. They're so in on the spot. Yeah, and th- that story there, you must have experienced some guys like where did you ever have any trouble with one of them? Bro, apart from the big guy, that now, you told apart me. from the big guy, there's one guy, right? I was in Thameside at the time. Yeah, we're going back about two, 2012, yeah. right? And uh, there's a few guys that slipped through the net and that got mental health. Yeah, there's this kid, yeah, that's um, that's he's touch a goal like you know what I'm saying he's high and by kind of thing yeah he actually got recalled apparently yeah he got recalled in prison because he went into the probation office and they let him into the room to see his probation officer <laughs> and uh, a voice said to him <laughs> a voice said to him um do you reckon you can wank and come before your probation officer comes into the year? <laughs> oh, brother, this one's done. One second, before his probation officer's come. 
he's trying to bust her up before she's walked in. He's uh, like uh, a dry friend. wank. You yeah, know, fair he's enough, in there, tugging, tugging, tugging. Do you know how much... Well, fair enough, man. Let the guy do his thing. He got recalled because he didn't get a chance to finish his load. She just walked in there screaming, Oh my God! Security! Yeah, he's back in jail, so he that's why he was in back in there for obviously. Yeah, cool, of course he's gonna be mental health, bruv. Yeah, he's, hundreds. He's pissed, bruv. Hundreds, but you think I'm trying to bust my logo. Your probation officer says, Yeah, wait, wait for me in that room. Obviously it's a chick. Right, he's walked into the room, sat there twiddling his thumbs. You know, the voice, little shaitans come to him and say, Yo, rude boy. You're not on this bust thing. Bust your nut, G. <laughs> Quick. You're not on this thing, right? I'm on this thing. You're not on this. I'm on this thing. Watch. Pants down. Do you understand? They're doing what you're doing. Officer walks in, recalls you. Anyway, he's at the window. I'm going to uh, the mosque one day. And this guy goes, I ghost. At the window. And remember, the pathway is covered by officers. Yeah. He goes, what are you saying? You got some weed in that for me. I'm like... Weed. What's what? what too? Weed? Mine ain't even said nothing else like crow. You know, like back in the day, they used to call it crow. Nowadays, yeah, I don't know what they call it. Yeah. I'm infuriated, bruv. Like, I didn't even respond to him. I acted like he wasn't talking to me. I just carried on walking straight. Yeah. I could hear him. And you know, more time when someone calls you and you, you can't hear them, they'll go even louder to make sure that you hear them. Yeah. Do you understand? And, you know, I ghost! The whole, you know, all the brothers have turned around. They've looked at me like I'm some supplier. <laughs> I ain't even no supplier, bro. Whatever I had at the time was for me. I'm not supplying. And some, I had to, you know what I'm saying, literally mm. kind of like do a madness to get that. So I didn't reply. Bro, I didn't see this guy. But his next door come to me. And he said, yo, for the past four days, I've been hearing scratching on the pipe. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Scratching on a pipe like someone's sharpening something. Oh, for real? Right? I said, what? What do you mean? He goes, my man next door to me has been sharpening something. So when I went into his cell and I asked him, I said, yo, what's that noise? He says, oh, I've got this thing I need to deal with. He says, what thing? He goes, ghost is on to me, innit? Like, so when I see him, I'm just going to do him before he does me. Bro, I ain't even seen you. I ain't even said I'm on you. I just ignored you. Do you understand? So he had literally sharpened this thing. Ready for you. Ready for me. He wasn't even ready for me. He was going to make the first move, you know, because people say um, attack is the best form of defense. He was going to achieve me wherever he wanted to achieve me before, you know, I even said hello, right? On the floor rolling around. What is that for? Because <laughs> I thought you was on to me. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Luckily, my man came back and told me. Yeah. And I said, bruv, I ain't even approaching him. Go back and tell him. That there's no problem. There's no issue, bruv. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Went back and um, crushed that situation. Oh, that got squashed, yeah? He believed him? No, nah, yeah, of course. Yeah, he believed him. But then, I'm not going to lie, a day later, he'd just say it on him instead. He just attacked him instead. <laughs> he attacked the guy that told him <laughs> there's no problem. He attacked the guy instead. He created another issue in his head to attack this guy. Yeah, but then people are not there, bro. Yeah, they're nah, not there. They're super there. Super unstable. Super. That's unstable, the one people you don't fuck with, them man, because yeah. they're they're one minute they love you, next minute they don't want you, you. They're gonna kill you. Yeah, that's the thing though. You gotta be very open, like you know, with these people that obviously don't 
treat them like they're special. They want to mm. be treated like they're normal, innit? Yeah. You know, same thing with a person that's in a wheelchair. You know, when you're consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't Hey, you need help? Man will just spaz out on you and says, Who asked you? I don't need no help. I can do it by myself. Yeah, that's true. You can see that the guy's struggling. Do you understand what I'm saying? So people with disabilities just want to be treated normal. They don't want to be, a lot of them don't want special treatment. Yeah, no, I hear that. You know and sometimes when you try and help them, it pisses them off even yeah, more. Exactly, yeah, exactly. No, I hear that, so, I hear that. I hear yeah, that. like I said, man, just mental health. There's so much mental health, um, you know, in prisons. I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of felt my mental health deteriorating when I was getting ready to come out um, because of this whole coronavirus lockdown shit. What year did you come out? 2020. Yeah, yeah this whole coronavirus lockdown. Um, that was intense, man. Like, yeah. And I was in a Cat D. You know how cat these? That's fine, you're, you're allowed out. I was in the and I could feel my mental health going. Yeah, because that's teasing you. That's like, mom, here, I made it. Now you're not letting me out. I've been going home this whole time. Yeah, I've been going home this whole time. I've been working out on road this whole time. Now you're telling me about you can't go nowhere. So now I get up and I just lunge around the prison like a bum, whereas before, you know, I could just get ready to go out, save up some money, work. You know, pre- preparing it for a road, isn't it? Because uh, believe it or not, after such a lengthy sentence and you come out, you're coming out broke. Uh-huh. So no one's trying to come out grown man broke. Do you know what I'm saying? Look, Ghost, we could sit here and talk about your stories because you probably got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and more. Yeah. But you know, let me just tell you something before we stop here. You know, people tend to think that people's life stories are only one life story. It could be one main story, but it branches off in so many, you know, like you see like your life. Yeah. You can have a main um backdrop of your life but then there's also certain weeks or certain days where yeah. you know it's other stories have come from it where sh- you know things are just formed out do you understand what i'm saying but people now will be so narrow-minded that they'll be like you know um what you know this is delusional yeah you know oh, how is this guy that's because you're not a lot you're not around a life like that you see my life now the things that i've told you if you went and you put if I said this to an American person, a person in America, you just look at me and say, bro, that shit happens every day, bro. Yeah, that's true, it's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, people get shot every day, B. It's normal. You understand? It's normal. But here, people talking like that, because they haven't seen it or witnessed it themselves or experienced anything like that, or they ain't got anyone around them like that, for them, it's it's very hard to believe. Yeah, but it's, listen, it's, it's, it's life and the shit you've done, yeah. it's real life shit. Yeah. You, no one made it up. Every story you've told... Listen, your own people can vouch for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's people on here, do you yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's, if you don't know anyone that knows me, ask. Just no, ask about. Ask about, man. Yeah. Ask your big brother. If your big brother don't know, tell him to bring someone in HMP and ask him, man. Ghost, listen, I've got to be real with you, man. There's one, one thing I want to ask you about. Um, the most talked about comment right. was about apparently something happened between you and the Morrison brothers. Right. What was all that about? Bro, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I have never had an issue with any of the Morrisons. Furthermore, I know um, I know Joey, you know, um, I've done some time with Joey, but as far as it goes, I don't have no issue with no rapper. Cause bro, all the comments, you saw it as well, I'm sure you yeah, saw it. I, I Everyone was like, oh, it was Morrison, that, da, 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 Morrison, Morrison, Morrison. Yeah, Morrison. nah, 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 Fe- feebles, man, yeah. lies. People talk a lot of shit. Yeah, people talk, people, but <clears throat> as far as it goes, there was no truth in that, man. I've never had any issue with um, any of those boys. Uh, I don't have issues with rappers, man. Fair enough. You know I'm saying rappers Fair or enough. actors. Because <laughs> they're all entertainers, isn't it? Yeah, you know? no, and it. hey, man, do you go do your grind, do your hustle. You know, um, there's people that like to act things out. People like to rap about things. And there's people that actually do do, do those things. You know what I mean? So One thing I want to finish on is... 
as much as what you've done, you've done. We're not trying to glamorize it. Right. We're not trying to let people know it's a good thing. Otherwise, you'd still be doing it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you're not doing it no more. Life has changed. You're onto better things. Yeah. If people just go and follow you on Insta, they can see what you're doing. And I want you to give a message to the younger generation who are out there trying to be robbers, trying to be feasts, trying to be gangbangers, all of that shit. Right. I want you to tell your story from someone who's really done that shit. Right. What is your advice to the younger generation? Listen, take heed. Um, with every story, stories are to be learned from. Do you understand? Don't, don't just you know take them lightly. Stories, and this is something. This is something that um, I took on in life. Is I love hearing other people's stories because in that there's a lesson. In all stories, there's a lesson. Do you understand what I'm saying? For you to learn from. So you don't have to go the same path as them. You don't have to experience the same things that they've experienced. Because, you know, you'd find in not just my story, but a lot of viewers that are probably viewing this, they've suffered some type of trauma, do you understand? And they wouldn't wish that upon anyone else. Yeah, so you try to educate the masses and you try to prevent people from making the same mistakes as you. Um, and to learn, take your story as, you know, take it as gospel and you know learn from that so you don't have to fall down the same rabbit holes that other person are falling out because you know you never know what of someone else's survived might kill you yeah of course you listen understand? we're not all the same we all have our own journey Every, yeah. everyone's life is is different it's all yeah. written we all, like it is what it is your life ain't going to be the same as anyone else's life yeah. no but two people have got the same life like, like, like i was gonna say for me if it wasn't for you know um islam which like i've said it's a it's a driving factor for me to make change um, I knew that, you know, going into Islam and becoming a Muslim, there was no room for my behaviour yeah, no. within the religion. Um, but that's something that I needed to to introduce into my life. Otherwise, I'd have probably been in your house. Nice. You know what I'm saying? And, and on that note, <laughs> yeah. Ghost, pleasure having you on the show hey, again. Thanks. thanks for having me. And listen, at this rate, probably going to be pulling you back for a part three. Yeah. Guys, make sure you like, comment and subscribe. And we'll see you on the next episode.